Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I am Megan Nilsson. So glad you're here with me. We are taking this summer of 2023 to go through step-by-step my newest book, Untangled Faith, How Honest Conversations with God Lead to Deeper Connections, Clarity, and Peace. And we're parsing out this idea of beautiful exchange journaling. If you've been listening for any length of time, or maybe this is even your first episode that you're hopping in on, thank you, first of all, and welcome. I want to let you know that this fall, starting the week of September 18th, I'm going to be leading an online study for any of you that want to really dig into the message of this book of hearing God for yourselves and practicing this beautiful exchange journaling in the safe, non-judgmental, just encouraging community of believers that, that that will certainly be there. So if you go to untangledfaithbook.com, you can read all the details. If you are looking for a wonderful community, a place for spiritual growth, and to learn something new, to level up in faith and really begin to exchange confusion for clarity, exchange stress for peace exchange anxiety for just a knowing, a peace in your spirit, then this is the place for you. So again, that's untangledfaithbook.com. You can read about all the details. I would love to see you there. Today, we are going to dive into, we are in the middle of this journaling practice. And today we are talking about renewing your mind. And I say it that slowly and that deliberately because this part is absolutely crucial to the transformative process, to the actual change that can come to a person that can come to you specifically when you listen for God's voice in your life. Because it's one thing to just share all your thoughts, ask all your questions, be like, God, what do you think about this? And then listen for his voice, begin to write some things down. But if you don't let that voice of love and wisdom and grace and truth actually change the way you think, actually rewire some things in your brain so that you can move forward as a more confident believer, as you, a more confident child of God, then what are we even doing? If it doesn't actually manifest in real change, then I question whether it's even taking place or not. I know that's something very, very big to say, but that's where we are. So I want to start with reading a very familiar passage, Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation, and I really want to zero in on this word renewal, and I want to talk a little bit about what it is and what it isn't, how it's done and why it's important. So here we go. Romans 12, verse one, Passion Translation. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred, loving sacrifice. So number one, Paul is saying, 
Surrender yourself to God. That is step one. When you are come face to face with the Holy of Holies, with the God of the universe, with Jesus Christ, and you understand the marvelous mercy of his love, step number one is to surrender yourself, mind, body, and spirit to God and be his sacred living sacrifice where he can live and breathe and have his being in you. He goes on to write, and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. This life of Christianity, this life of believing in Jesus is not about doom and gloom and boring and rules. No, it's about experiencing God's holiness, his connection, his love, and all that delights his heart. So we live in delight, not in fright. (laughs) You like that? I know that one's for free. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. And that's what we are talking about in this podcast series right now, your genuine expression of worship. And I'm specifically teaching you how to do that in the form of journaling and writing with the Lord. First two, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. There are so many ideals and opinions in the culture all around us. I hit this hard week after week on this podcast. There is no shortage of outside opinions. It doesn't mean we don't listen to other people. It doesn't mean we don't read the news and listen to the world. We do. But as believers, as kingdom people, we want to filter what we're hearing and how we respond to what we are hearing through the lens and the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we don't imitate the ideals and opinions of the people around us and the culture. We seek to be transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how we think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. I absolutely love these two verses because they get at the crux of all of this kingdom life coaching work that I'm doing with clients. People walk in and they are overwhelmed and they are stressed and they are anxious because they are confused through no fault of their own many times. It's just a confusing world that we live in. There are so many voices around them and they're like, Megan, I have the opinions of the culture just pounding down on me. I want to take a minute to stop and hear God's voice for myself so that I can live a beautiful and satisfying life. Reform how I think. That is the work that we are doing together. And I looked up in Blue Letter Bible. So if you are a Bible studier, scholar, anybody who even cares what the Bible actually says and what it means, I love going to Blue Letter Bible. Go there. This is a resource that I would highly recommend and look up the verse and it will parse out for you words and phrases and it will give you the words in Greek. What was the actual meaning of this verse that was written or this word that was written? And the word renewing in Romans 12 2 is anakinosis. Okay. So those of you that are seminary scholars out there, you can message me and be like, Megan, you butchered that word. But the point is anakinosis is renewing. It's a renovation, a complete change for the better. So let's stop right here. What are we doing when we are renewing our minds? We are undergoing a reformation process, trusting that where we are now is not the best that God has for us. It's not all that we can possibly experience. And he has something better. So we want to reform. We want a total change for the better because we realize that there are problems with how we are living right now. 
And I can give you a very, a very real time scenario. We have a bathroom in the basement and there's actually no fan in the bathroom. So I'm not sure when they constructed the house, why they decided that there shouldn't be a fan in the bathroom, but my two teenage boys have used it and are now since launching from the house. But let me just say it has seen its fair share of abuse and this shower is tiled. And what do I notice? coming through the grout and the cracks of this shower. It is black. It's probably mold. Of course, there's a ton of soap scum because they rarely ever clean this shower. But I met with somebody yesterday and I said, listen, there is a problem with this shower. I am actually concerned that in some ways it could be unhealthy. What can we do? And so we had a very long conversation, too long in my opinion. This sales guy was talking my ear off. So note to you salespeople, just talk less, smile more. I got that advice from a certain musical that I love. But he was talking, 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 and he was basically helping me understand that this shower needs a total renovation. So when you renew something, sometimes a complete change for the better means taking it down to the studs, dismantling what is and rebuilding to what could be. So when I take this analogy to to you as a person, to renewing your mind, to renewing your spirit and your soul, sometimes our ways of thinking and our ways of being in the world are so unhealthy, they're starting to breed toxicity in our lives, in our relationships. Maybe there's some sort of like spiritual, emotional, metaphorical mold that you see, that you sense, it comes out in the form of a strained relationship. It comes out in the form of anger that you can't seem to control, anxiety and worry that just will not leave you alone and you can't sleep at night. And you know, my mind is running away with me. My, my I cannot get a hold of my mind right now. There are things growing in my mind that I know that I can see with my natural eyes that are not healthy, but I don't know what to do with that. And so what Paul is telling us in this, in this passage of Romans 12 too, is that we need the, the, the first step in the process is to understand God's marvelous mercies towards us. He loves you more than you could ask or imagine. Then when you understand that reality, you, you surrender yourself to God. You say, God, you are God and I am not. And I want you to live through me that so that I can experience your holiness. I want to worship you in my daily life. How do I do that? The next step is to stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you. We live in the world, but not of the world. I do not mishear me. I never want you to hear me say that we need to go live in some Christian bubble where we think we're better than everybody else and we're not listening to anything else. There's not a separation here. Sure, in politics, there's separation of of church and state. But when it comes to actual people on this earth and living in the body of human beings that we are, we want our expression of faith, our expression of worship to actually connect us to God, connect us to ourselves so that we understand who we are, who who he created us to be, how we relate to the world, and then ultimately connected to other people so that we can be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit in a total reformation of how we think. So what I love about this beautiful exchange journaling practice is it it is a guided step-by-step process to help you uncover and discover 
some faulty ways of thinking. Now, are we judging? Are we shaming? Are we saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I think like this. Nobody, if somebody's a Christian, I can't believe they would think like this. No, go back and listen to my episode, releasing your concerns to the Lord. Releasing your concerns to the Lord is absolutely crucial. There's no judgment. There's no shame. There's no censoring. You're a human being. You feel it. You experience it. But then what do you do with that? You say, okay, Lord, are we doing like, you know, just a basic renovation? Are we taking the, the, the Windex and just kind of cleaning off the window a little bit? Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's just a little swipe. Sometimes it's just a little adjustment to help you renew and keep going forward in, in, in whole and healthiness. But sometimes it is about a total renovation that stuff that needs to be dismantled, torn back down to the studs. So it's going to be a little messy for a while. If any of you have lived through a home renovation, you know that it gets way messier and way more stressful and sometimes frustrating before it gets better. But the reason that you are willing to endure putting that much money down, the reason you are willing to endure all the dust and the loud noise and the people traipsing in and out of your homes is because you know that the end result is going to be better than what you had. This is the work that we are doing in the spirit as human beings, as people who love and follow Jesus Christ, who want to be committed to him and connected in community. This is the work we are doing on a daily basis. Again, sometimes it's just like the swipe of a dust cloth to clean something up. And sometimes it's a total overhaul. So I want to ask you, what do you need right now? When you start to think about the places in your life and in your mind, where, where are the things? What are some areas in which you are feeling pretty stressed right now in a relationship or in some, something that's happening in your life? And where do you need to stop and pause and say, Lord, how can I offer myself to you as a living sacrifice? Lord, come in and do the work of the Holy Spirit, the work that you can, only you can do so that I can move from flesh to spirit. So Romans chapter 8 is another fantastic chapter. If I could just rip one page out of the Bible because I knew I'd be stranded on a desert island, I would tear out Romans chapter eight. I think it's profound. It is life-changing and it's all about finding the truth of who Jesus is and how how that can change our life. So Paul tells us that we are able to live up to the justice demanded by the law because why? Not because of our fallen human nature. No, because we walk according to the movement of the spirit in our lives. There's a distinct delineation between the outcome of our fallen human nature, what that produces, and what the movement of the Spirit produces. That's what we were going after as kingdom people, is the movement of the Spirit. Where are you sensing the movement of the Spirit in your life right now? It is important to be paying attention to that and following that line. A mind focused on the Spirit will find full life and complete peace. If that's what you are after, then I want to tell you that the spiritual math is pretty dang clear. If you live a life directed by every single whim, every single idea that your fallen and corrupt nature will give you, then you will be left unsatisfied at the deepest level. I truly believe that. But if you are following the Holy Spirit, then you will begin to experience life and peace. And listen, I had to learn this the hard way. (laughs) 
I have not always been so nice and kind. You, If you just know me from the podcast, you're like, oh my gosh, her voice is so soothing and kind. I hear that all the time. Your voice is so relaxing. But in real life, I was actually just laughing about this with a friend the other day. She said, Megan, I'm listening to your podcast. I love it. You sound so relaxing and calming. She's like, but I know you in real life and sometimes you're sassy and you say things that are a little bit colorful and she's like, it's just funny to to know the two sides of you. So I'm just going to tell you right now, there are definitely two sides of me and one of those sides can be, how do you say, sarcastic (laughs) and sometimes I have the tendency to tell a joke at the expense of another person. I'm not proud of this. I really sounds horrible as I'm saying this, but over the years I have convicted by been convicted by more than one person, several people that when I make people laugh, it sometimes comes at the expense of other people and I have had to do the renovation of my flesh. And really begin to self-coach and ask the Holy Spirit to come into me and really say, oh man, all right, that's kind of mean. Probably need to do some cleanup work there and some apologizing. But that is just a real life example of working through the, the tough stuff of my flesh and moving towards spirit. How can I intentionally put on a more uplifting nature, a kinder nature? I can still, I can still be funny, right? I mean, we can still be funny and not be mean to people. I really do believe that that is, that is actually possible. So I love following spiritual director and author Larry Crabb. If you've heard of him, he has a a podcast, or at least he did called Spiritual Direction and Soul Care. And in that podcast, he teaches us that there are flesh dynamics and spirit dynamics. So when flesh dynamics kick into high gear, we begin to feel victimized. The flesh always wants to self-protect, period. So notice the ways in which you feel your hackles rising. Is there a person in your life? Is there an experience or circumstance in your life? Or is it something at work where where you're feeling, I'm going to use the word triggered. I feel like a lot of people use that word, where you're triggered into self-preservation. And all you want to do is justify and put up that wall and say, this is why I'm doing it. You have to understand Those are flesh dynamics because we are self-protective creatures. That's what our flesh wants to do. That's how we have lived and evolved and survived on this earth all these years is is because of self-preservation. But the spirit releases control. So I want to map out something for you that I learned a while back. This is not a phrase that I made up, but I have definitely learned from it and held onto it and use it in a lot of my teaching. And I want to expand on the idea of orphan spirit versus a child of God. So the orphan spirit is really what kicks in with flesh dynamics. And you know you're operating in an orphan spirit when you sense the need to operate for favor, meaning you find yourself making decisions and choices in order to gain the approval of the world and the people around you. You want people to notice you and hopefully like you. And so you slip into this dynamic of a low level of trust. You have a very hard time trusting people and you want to live in a high, you have a high desire to control God, to control circumstances and the people around you. Again, I am not making a judgment over this. This is just simply a teaching to give you a 
picture of what this looks like, a picture of what kinds of clues help you know if you are living in an orphan spirit, low level of trust and higher desire for control. On the other hand, spirit dynamics will catapult us, will lead us into functioning as a child of God, which means abiding in Jesus. As a child of God, you know you're loved. You're comfortable in your own skin. A child of God moves through his or her days with a high level of trust and a low desire control to control. So you don't need to prove anything. I love Jenny Allen's book, Nothing to Prove. If you're, if you're struggling with this and you're feeling like, man, how can I let go of the approval of the world? And I've listened to Bill Johnson in the past. And as a pastor, he has this phrase that I also love. He just says, I can afford it. I can afford it. He says, as a child of God, I know that all inheritance and love and all the resources, resources of God are at my disposal. So when someone nicks me, dings me, pings me, offends me, I can afford it. I don't need to retaliate using flesh dynamics. I can absorb what's happening and I can respond through spirit dynamics. Now, that doesn't mean that we're just a doormat and we just roll over and we just let everybody pound us into the ground. No, we stand up for what we believe. We have great personal, healthy kingdom boundaries, all that kind of thing. But the crux of the matter here is where do you find yourself or in what areas of life do you find yourself needing to control the outcome or control other people? And I can say this with all the conviction in my heart because I am a mom of four kids, four kids that are now teenagers and launching into young adulthood. And I have spent the better part of so many years undoing this need to control the people around me namely my children. And if you were to interview any one of them right now, they'd be like, oh yeah, how much time do you have? Because I could really tell you tale after tale about how my mom freaks out and she tries to control me and she doesn't really trust me. This is something I'm working on and I'm guessing you might be working on this too. But I know when I have a high need to control the people around me, something is off. There's something in my spirit that is fearful of the outcome that if I don't control what's happening, that somehow the outcome is not going to be good. And my control is somehow going to save somebody from potential harm. This is wrong on so many levels. Yes, as parents, we guide, we offer wisdom, we love, we put those bumpers up like they have in the bowling alley so that our kids don't just go careening off the rails. But at the end of the day, they need to learn their own lesson. And at the end of the day, I need to learn my own lessons and mature in the spirit as a child of God. How do I do that? By surrendering myself to him as my faithful act of worship and saying, Lord, listen, my mind is screwed up right now. I know that I do not trust you. I'm trying to control everybody around me. And I want you to come in and do the holy work of reframing my perspective, renewing my mind so that I can get right with you, with myself and with other people. So when you begin to lean into the story of your life and you explore what's really going on you will begin to see you're not just a victim. Yes, it is very likely that you have experienced some hard, hard things in this life. But 
God wants to empower you to heal from trauma, to walk boldly in him. So I want to ask you today, what does that mean for you in your life? What kind of support do you need? In some of us, we'll find the deep, deep work of inner healing through medical professionals and licensed therapists. If you know that you need help today, please go call somebody. Ask a friend, hey, who do you know that does deep work in this area? So I want to get healthy. I want to work with somebody. But for the purposes of this podcast and my book, I'm focusing on the transformational practice of communicating with God, specifically through prayer and journaling, this beautiful exchange journaling. This leads me back to a verse from my friend Paul in Romans chapter 7, verse 6. This is the voice translation. It says, but now that we have died to those chains that imprisoned us, we have been released from the law to serve in a new spirit-empowered life not the old written code. You do not need to live according to the old written code. You are being empowered right now under the sound of my voice and through the power of the Holy Spirit to be, to live an empowered life. You can recode. If any of you do work in the computer realm as a business owner and growing my coaching business, I've had to learn a ton of tech stuff and I do not know how to code worth beans. But I just on a very basic level, I understand that you have to have those coding and those links that are working to direct people in the right way so that they can experience the the education or the entertainment or the resources that they want. If the old coding is still around, then the links won't work. People will get stuck on their journey and you'll get this message that says there is no page here, right? So what I want you to do today is just think about what old written code, what old written story in your heart and mind needs to be rewritten through the power of the Holy Spirit? How can you exchange and reframe what is less than ideal about your life into something that is more life-giving and fulfilling and will will lead you into your divine purpose that God has for you? Oh my gosh, I could talk about this all day long, but God wants you to know his character. He wants you to know his kingdom and his plans and his purposes for you. So, Without further ado, I'm going to close it up for now, but I want to invite you one more time to consider joining the online study, untangledfaithbook.com. Head there, read all about it. It's only $67 for heaven's sake. It's like, I don't know what you spend $67 on. I spend more than that getting a massage or getting my hair done or going to the store. But if you have $67, I'm telling you, it will be worth investing in your spiritual growth and in your connection to a community of believers so that you can ditch the stuff that is stressing you out and learn how to beautifully dance with the Lord, how to talk with him, how to journal with him, and we will be around to support one another. Untangledfaithbook.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, meganbnilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.